0: Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father.
1: He told me enough. He told me to kill me. said you were coming.
2: We have your orders. I like those odds. <laughs> Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. I am Luke, and I am joined with a couple people today, a couple of fine folks. We got a regular with us. We have Dave with us
2: hey i'm back
1: and we have a very special guest we have paul olson with us today.
0: hello gentlemen thanks for having me on appreciate it
1: absolutely um yeah i was uh i was thinking i'd love to have paul Olson on again and then it was also it's kind of funny it was around the time that you won the jank tank 2 hosted by uh fly better was that hosted by gsp as well or just Flybetter? yes
0: Yep, okay. no, both. So they both donated dollars. Uh, and then Isofane, the legend that he is, uh, matched it.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he just doesn't stop. Can't stop, won't stop.
2: That right. Guy. Wait, did you say donated money? Was this a ca- X-Wing cash prize?
0: So, yeah, for those of you who don't know, this was a charity event where it was free to enter. But the winner got to choose a charity of their choice that uh, would be donated to. Uh, So both fly better and gold squadron each donated a dollar for every entry person that signed up for the tournament and then Isofane matched it. So it was like 300 some participants. So it was like 600 and change. And then, yeah, with Isofane matching, it was a little over $1,200 that are donated uh, to Charity of the Winner's Choice. And for me, uh, Marcel and I actually talked before the match and decided that we were going to scratch our original charities uh, and donate to an organization called Phoenix Wings Country Support Foundation. They are based in Ukraine and provide non-combat support to frontline combatants, if that makes sense. So like medical supplies, blankets, food, anything of that nature. That's yeah, excellent. for everything that's going on. In
1: Ukraine, cool. so yeah, man, our our community is so awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and and this was actually recommended by X-wing players from Ukraine. Like Marcel connected with them, and they were like, "Hey, this is the organization you guys need to support because, uh, yeah, Gold Squadron's awesome." But Marcel specifically reached out to them uh, hmm. to find out like, where's the best place that we can give these funds uh, in this time yeah. of crisis? So. And I
1: actually just downloaded the latest thing, of the latest uh, patch for Fly Casual. And I was playing that earlier today and it right on the main screen it says Made in Ukraine, please go support Ukraine. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, we got we got some X Wing players out there, guys. Gotta gotta hope that they're okay. Yeah, so we'll segue in the Jank Tank. Jank Tank two. We'll start talking about me first. I got into the second round. Okay. We'll go off to you now.
2: Oh boy, he starts with himself. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, it's off to Paul now. I only got into
1: the second round. Um, I, I can't even remember what I was flying now. I think Separatist or something. Anyway,
0: it was it was 2.0. Does it really matter?
1: Uh, at right now, unfortunately, not very much. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go on to your list um, and what you faced off against in the finals. Like that's pretty sure. incredible. What was it? Three hundred eighty players, something like that.
0: Yeah, I, it was it was three it was three hundred eight. I'm actually pulling up TTT uh, right now because I can remember off the top of my hand, uh, top of my head. But uh, yeah, uh, I think it was a little over three hundred. Um, okay, the, the I just got a couple
1: of numbers mixed yep. around. Still pretty yep. incredible. Um,
0: yeah, and it, it's being single elimination too, they had. X amount of players that got a buy because they, I mean, obviously you can't have like an exact number or it'd be very rare <laughs> for just the one-offs. So I did not get a first round buy. I had to play the first round too. Uh, so I think I went nine and zero on the tournament. Holy crap. Um, oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was definitely, I I would say it's fair to say this is my best run ever. So we'll take it as like my I'm putting a feather in a cap and be like all right this may have been the last 2.0 tournament that like happened before the change went over. So yay sure was, went out be, uh, went out on top. Awesome. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, uh, but yeah, did, so sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to ask you uh, what did you end up getting um given through the yasby randomizer? Yeah.
0: yeah, so I was given well, t- I, I signed up for Empire and Scum. The Scum was absolute trash. Just a bunch of Z95s with way too many upgrades on them. I'm pretty sure like the the Exploder pod as well. But for Imperials, uh, I got Rexler Brath and a TIE Defender at an I-5. Need to say more? <laughs> and the only reason I think they didn't make me re-roll it, because they were re-rolling like two strong lists... Uh, was that it, it came with the TIE-D configuration as the upgrade, and so they knew that if I was going to have to take something off, it would have to be that upgrade. So I had very little room to go, but I was like, all right, that's fine. And then I had three I-3s given to me as well, which is like right up my playstyle, Ace Mini Swarm. And that Mini Swarm was two TIE Heavies, one with Leighton Dree, whose I3 can re-roll for friendlies, so not only allowing Rexler to re-roll, but also the other guys if you wanted to like joust with it, but just with the maneuver assist, which actually came in clutch several different times, being able to do that white barrel roll into a Calculate, uh, and then also decreasing the difficulty of Banks in three straight. And then another I3, this one just a generic Onyx Squadron uh, tie-heavy with a hull upgrade, so... Extra Chunk, love it. Also having Maneuver Assist and a Tractor Beam. And man, did that Tractor Beam matter in a lot of matches. Specifically because the rules were old school where you could tractor beam opponents onto rocks specifically because this is before the obstacles got uh, try hard mode (laughs) Um, and yeah so that was a good distraction a lot of people ended up going for that first because they were afraid of the tractor beam and didn't think that they could burn down Rexler uh, fast enough and then rounding out the four ship list was another Onyx squadron this in the TIE aggressor but also I3 so I had three I3's super happy about it Uh, and that came with concussion missile uh, static just discharge veins which I did not proc once just basically five points just thrown away uh, and then agile gunner and then i had two points to play around with so i went ahead and threw a dorsal turret on that onyx as well um and that agile gunner dorsal turret combo mattered every single one of my games it was super clutch uh, made uh, it less predictable and able to go where i needed to and get shots out behind or whatever
1: i love seeing the tie heavy getting represented my
0: favorite part was gold squadron i think like the week before that tournament got off the ground did their uh, rankings of ship chassis from like S tier all the way to garbage and they put one ship in the garbage and it was the TIE Heavy.
2: <laughs> oh, I would have said aggressor, but okay.
0: Yeah, right? They they just, for whatever reason, were like, yep, nope, this this needs to go in the trash. And yeah, so it was kind of funny that I got two of them and then they ended up winning a tournament. Ignore the TIE Defender. That had nothing to do with the win. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure it didn't. Absolutely oh, man.
0: Not. No, Rex, Rex was clutch for sure. Um, I would say most matchups, uh, one of two things would happen. Either everyone would go after the TIE Defender and like just all in on that thing, which would allow the Mini Swarm to just pick apart a list. Or they would go after the Onyx Squadron with the Tractor Beam first uh, because they were afraid of that Tractor Beam, which allowed Rexler just to have his way with whoever. And not wanting to get flanked by Leighton either, but uh, typically then I'd be able to block at I3 or fly past if I knew that a block was incoming to lower initiative and be able to shoot out the back too. Yeah, so anyway, it uh, I, had, I had some dice go my way in a couple of key matchups, matchups specifically like my top eight game. But uh, yeah, that last one against <laughs> against Marcel, who was also in the finals, the first opening salvo, dice definitely went my way. Uh, I one-rounded Jan, <laughs> the first round of combat, and a couple shots were like range three obstructed, but just rolled massive paint and he blanked out. But it, she didn't have the title, so she didn't have the extra token stack either. So I was able to get four shots on her, in the opening, uh, Salvo. And yeah, Marcel at that point was like, yeah, Jan's kind of the crux of this list. Cause it's able to boost up Sabine, Zeb or Korn's tax, getting those four dice tax. Uh, and then the next round I was able to initiative kill Zeb. And at that point it was just kind of over.
1: Yeah. You kind of started the Marcel Monzano bridesmaid streak. It's exactly so, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he came second on this. He came second at Adepticon. Poor
2: guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, he may be a bridesmaid but he's number one in our hearts and both of you are champions for sure somebody <laughs> had to lose right I mean
0: that's right come on. well and we both talked ahead of time like hey we're both we're both really feeling strongly about supporting Ukraine the the dollars are going to Phoenix wing like literally there was nothing on the line other than <laughs> like silly end of 2.0 pride right because um, the point of it was hey let's let's use this for so you,
2: when you you put it that way did the tournament actually take place after the changes to the like to 2.5 or was it yeah okay
0: yeah so so you guys uh, went
2: back and played a bit so each
0: yeah so each well and it was even like when when the tournament started it was before 2.5 was like fully announced and it was before the we even knew about the rock changes either
2: Uh, oh it just went long enough
0: yeah it it was a super long tournament because it ran nine weeks Oh. Uh, and because there was one round a week. And so by the time I think my top eight game started LVO rule changes were in effect. So we were playing with technically old obstacle rules. And then before, I think the top four games, so like within that week, we found out that, Hey, these are all the other changes that are happening. Yeah. Then it was okay. Well, <laughs> this game super doesn't matter anymore, but it was, it was kind of, well, I, I don't know how you guys feel about 2.5 changes. For me, it was refreshing to go back to a uh, a game with less ships and yeah. Anyway, obstacles not not being a thing.
1: Yeah, it's that's easy. one of the things I was playing in a a Jawa tournament. So I was playing in the Jawa, the poke uh, the Pokemon one. It's interesting yeah. going back to play two like in a different like made up kind of format. I'm not I'm not sure like with 2.5 coming out, how did you feel having, like, you said it was refreshing, but, like, you're not getting any practice for the new game or anything going back to play those, that old mode, so Yeah, You enjoyed it a lot, still going back to 2.0? Yeah,
0: I I did, I think part of it was knowing I wasn't going to be able to go to Adepticon so I wasn't needing reps before it I think Marcel was more bummed (laughs) about it, Um, which I mean, that's fine, not getting the reps I, my running theory is that AMG was closely watching what would be brought to Adepticon and what things would break, and uh, they've they've shown that they're willing to make changes and iterate on those changes pretty quickly. Because even in the stream that they had and talking about what they're planning and rolling out after doing more testing, they made some tweaks and changes uh, to how they were going to be doing things. At least based on what we saw on their Twitch streams. So I was like, well, I I think my <laughs> my. I was expecting Republican Rebels to do very well at at uh, the Adepticon tournament, which I, I don't think that's a hot take. I think a lot of people thought that they did. And so I'm curious what changes are going to come into play, if they're going to scale back some points, if they're going to say, hey, objectives, like, I mean, the final lasting three rounds. It's like, well, if that's what AMG wants, OK, but if not, then an idea would be, OK, you score a point if you control like the most objectives compared to your opponent. Right, yeah. so that there's more destruction Scaling happening. Scaling down
1: the amount of points you get from objectives would yeah. greatly help, because turn zero is like incredibly important right now.
0: Yep. And if, and if, I feel like turn zero should be important, but not to the scale that we saw.
1: I don't uh, think uh, that I mean. the beginning of every game should be the same. Um, sure. It, it'd be nice, because there, there are a lot of ships in the game that would really prefer to have a little bit of setup time. Um, Such as the HMP.
0: (laughs) Yep, hundred percent.
1: And there's yeah, like them. Like I think
0: objectives should matter, but not Mm -hmm. be to the point where it's like they're everything in a game or can be everything in a game, right? Mm -hmm. I it's for me personally, it has been frustrating in testing some of the games where it's like you'll blow up, your opponent will blow up one ship, and then the game's over, right? Or even that all ships are still on the board. But yet, got enough objectives around, so it's just the game. I think
1: I would mind it too much. Um, but unfortunately, what I've noticed that is that extended is kind of non-existent. Yeah. Um, like, we had a local tournament where it was said it would be extended. So I was like, okay, so we're not doing scenarios. Right. But we were still doing scenarios. Right. Uh, so, like, in the rules, I'm pretty sure it says if you're playing extended, scenarios aren't really a thing. So there's no... So there is an official way to play without scenarios. Um, it's just that most people, they want to get that scenario practice in and play that way, I guess. Um,
2: well, I, I think also most competitive play will be standard, right?
0: Yeah. It's yes. Just, yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I think it, it'll be like before you, you just won't see a lot of extended play.
1: Well, there was a lot of extended before, um, like there was, there's hyperspace and extended and hyperspace kind of died off. And now we're back to just black box, which is what hyperspace was originally supposed to be. So there's just going to be a lot of ships now that we never see. Unless of course uh, there's specific like uh, one-off tournaments where people just want to play extended. I think the next Java tournament will be extended only. It's all depending on how stores want to run it. but
0: well, I I would say too, that even with, it, even with standard, you're, not seeing certain ships even hit the table. Um, I think in Adepticon, the only one that wasn't there was the Tri-Fighter on the table. Literally every other ship was represented. So that was kind of cool. But as far as pilots are represented, I feel like the pool's gotten smaller just because of of point loadouts. Like Contrail being one that was, in. I think every one but one Republic list that was out there, which is fine. Like, okay, you want to do that. But I, I would like to see more two-point option so that there's like you have to at least consider what two-point ship do i bring <laughs> as opposed to just like the auto include so i, I think there's things like some that factions you only do. get one yeah and, and i feel like those are things amg can do to kind of shore some of that stuff up um as far as building out squadless and i think too a side effect of objectives mattering so much is that like you okay. have to bring five to seven ships to be competitive now like you just do and um oh really I, well, maybe, I honestly, maybe I,
2: I still only have played a few 2.5 games. Um, we also were running a league where we were playing old rules sure. and doing uh, Heroes of the Artillery Cluster. So I'm I'm probably a little behind. And that's just disappointing to hear because I loved two ship lists and I'm yeah. just trying to figure out a three ship list.
1: So we yeah. had Dan Murray on last week. He won our local tournament with just Boba Fenn and Gamut. Nice. And then he was talking about another tournament where the winner was flying like Raypool and Zori. So,
0: And I think probably local tournaments, you can get away with yeah. that. I would say, like, if we're looking at the Adepticon results, as far as, like, the power players, like, there, there was a wide array of different ships brought and different list archetypes, from three ship all the way up to seven. They were pre- predominantly in the cut. I think that there were two out of 32 ships, that, or two, 32 lists that made it, there were three ship lists. And both of them got beat out in the first round. There was zero. The and to me, like, okay, maybe all the best players just group meta th- thought, yeah, I need to bring the best ships. But it sounds like in talking to the folks that were there, that the reason those ships did so well is because of objectives. Um, whether that was grabbing a crate and then running away with it and having one ship, like, just run. And it's like, well, you can just, you can chase that ship, but you're going to have other ships shooting at you that, which, or you can just let it for a point
1: the one that stood out to me was the rebel list with, um, Chewie and the Falcon. That was double. Travis Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Travis, he was the one that was really winning by murdering people. Yep. Yeah. I, I and know I was I like every other double-tap. list was all objectives Yep. kind of ad- objective baseless, but
0: yep. And I yeah. think there, what's interesting is, so like, I agree. He was murdering people. He was getting four shots around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel like that's the kind of level you're going to have to have. Like, four heavy shots around. So you've got to, like, Alpha Strike just nuke stuff. But even then, like, he ran up against heavy three agility ships with Force. And then that was was kind of it, you know? So, yeah. That can even be a little matchup dependent. So I don't know. I'm not saying the meta is completely figured out. But I will say, like, those re- the results of Adepticon were Rebels and Republic did very, very well. Five to seven ships did very, very well.
1: Yeah, I think that you, Paul, uh, you and I, um, we have similar takes on uh, all of 2.5 and how it's kind of shaping up. Like when I play a game, I look back and I seem to have more complaints and positive takes on the <laughs> game that I played. Yeah. But when I'm building lists and I'm going to see my friends, And play like real life X Wing, or if I'm going on Nickel City X Wing or something like that, I get really excited. Yeah. The only time I'm really salty is when other people are salty, or I just played a game Mm because I realize there's just so many things that control the outcome of a game that I can't necessarily control. It's hard, like, it's hard when somebody builds a list, they have that one, two point ship that's just capturing points the whole game and you're trying to deal with the rest of their lists and like, okay, I guess I got to go deal over and deal with that guy. And then you're, you're splitting up and then you're, you're losing at that point. Um, there's this, uh, I've seen some points of people saying there needs to be objectives that move around. There needs to be less objectives, which could help. But I think to your point earlier, just less overall points gained so that, um, higher uh, ship uh, lists with better action economy and force can't overrun you with objective points. Um, I've been toying with the fact, I don't know, I don't know about official play, but I think an oddball scenario would be fun where it's scramble or not scramble um, salvage, but just one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And then everybody's fighting over that one ship.
0: Yeah. Even if like that oddball scores you two to three points, right? Like, um, so that like whoever has that, it really matters. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That sounds interesting to me. I had a game and I, and so to your point about like people's attitudes coming to the game, I think that r- really largely, and, and that's the same, even for 1.0 or 2.0, right? Like I remember the days of Nimranda and if an opponent showed up with that and it was a buddy of mine, like I might give him a little flack, but I'm like, I'm not going to rail him the entire time, you know, cause it, cause that's not fun for every, for anybody, but we'd still have fun. And I was like, all right, this is a puzzle I can figure out. Like I'm probably gonna see this tournament. Like, what do I do? Um, and in 2.5, if I have an opponent's like, oh my gosh, I hate objectives, why are we even doing this? I'm like, yeah, why are we playing? Why are you here, man? <laughs> like, this is a league night. Like, let's just let's just play. So yeah, I think I think attitudes definitely a big deal. That being said, it is incredibly frustrating. I was playing against an opponent where I was I had a first order list, I had Lieutenant uh La Um who like it was, it was crates. He grabbed a crate and then I just sent him running for the entire game. He did not get shot at. He did not shoot my green and red statistics. (laughs) And therefore my hull and shields didn't matter at all. And I ended up winning the game because the game lasted six rounds and he scored me six points. Um, Wow. Like, (laughs) and that almost feels wrong. Right. Like I feel like shots should matter. Like ships should matter and i don't know that we've ever had a stage in the game where like a ship is actively scoring you things and doing things for you by just flying
2: like right? it, it has <laughs> always been a game that you want to win there's strategy and yeah um, it's aggressive but like there was you know a little bit of uh, a little bit of dishonor in having a ship that ran away previously all the time that wasn't yeah. that wasn't the game
0: well and I thought the point of these objectives being introduced was to stop incentivizing running to like oh. incentivize engagement. And like we even look at the finals at Adepticon that happened, right? Where Nathan came in, grabs his objectives, flew Obi-Wan past. And Marcel's like, yeah, I'm never gonna be able to catch him. The game's over.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't actually end up watching it. I just heard about it. Um, but yeah, that just ended in three rounds. But that was to conceding, right? That wasn't yes. 20 points.
0: Okay. Yep. Nope, it was conceding. But I think Marcel's a good enough player to know, like, yeah, yeah. Obi's gone. <laughs> my opponent has four obje- or crates that they've captured that they're just going to run away with. Now, part of that was the turn zero setup. And Nathan set up an amazing trap for Marcel to have to place objectives certain places. But, like, yeah, I, it's, it's tough. And so this kind of goes back to my early point, though. I trust that AMG... Will they, they saw it. They're gonna, they're iterating on how do we make this better? And I think before the next major tournament, like changes are coming before Gen Con. I think that's probably the next big one. That's a ways that's in like August, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get some iterations.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just elaborating on what I was saying. Um, yeah. The most excitement I get is while I'm playing when I'm building lists and I, I really absolutely love watching all this in-person play again. That's, that's also getting me really excited to play. And yeah, like the only time I'm really salty is after a game. I'm like, Oh, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't really make sense. Um, I think. Yeah. I think I was playing with Catherine and, or Catherine Xera. And I think that we both agreed. Yeah points on objective should really be slowed down. But yeah. I think that's my the main thing that they should work on. They probably shouldn't change too much, except for maybe how objective points works. Um, and, maybe int- and then introduce half points on top of that. Uh, it feels really bad getting a bunch of three agility ships to one hall and then not being able to kill them. And yep. then not getting any points out of it.
0: Or if you see a defender across the table from you, like don't even bother shooting at it because you're not going to kill it. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, That was that was my main concern in our last game, or the last game I played, was I got Guns on Von Reg. I know I won't be able to kill him, so I guess game's over. Like I can get him to half... Like, he was already at half points. It's like, okay, uh, but I don't get any points from that. He's got an evade. I'm shooting at him with two dice. I'm not going to... It's not going to go through. So we fired, nothing happened, but it's just knowing that you can't get points from something is pretty frustrating. Yeah. Um, Especially like uh, ships with um, three agility or ships with more hull. Like there's no point shooting that size shuttle. There's no point shooting that Falcon. I don't have enough time to kill it. So I, but uh, I've taken away from this. Don't feel bad about losing. Yep. Just keep trying because this game is on, uh, like it's a brand new system. Things are going to be a bit of a mess and it's not anyone's fault. If they, if we don't have it right, like right away, uh, just keep trying your best and making lists, see what you can come up with. Um, I'm trying to make lists that are fun to fly. I've been having a lot of fun building resistance lists. So I'm just going to keep trying with that and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, I'm curious, you guys, like how 2.5 since playing at least has changed how you've thought about list building? Like you talked about some success that you've heard of like for three ship lists, but are you more, I guess has your list building become more diversified or less diversified since 2.5 started?
1: Definitely. It's, it's different, but I'd say overall, all of the lists I've made are completely different than lists I made before. But variety in lists that I'm making don't change too much. So let's say if I'm making several lists for the same faction, there will be probably two or three ships in each of those lists that are all the same. And it all have the same loadout. Yep. So like all of my scum ships I've been making have mana in it. Yep. And then I have well. Um and then I then I can kinda it's kinda like a toddler puzzle. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I, I've seen other people like D on Fly Better calls it duple blocks. Yep. But for since being in like it's kind of a toddler puzzle. The the only thing you're really working on is loadout points. Um, and then, unfortunately, you can't build stuff the way that you want because you only have a limited amount of loadout points. It's just, it's just different. And yes, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I doubt they're going to turn anything back. They're going to try. Uh, going to try and make this work as best as they can. Uh, we just got to get some communication.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's iterations, right? Um, I'm, I'm really curious to see as things get discovered are they going to iterate and what will that look like? So I think so, that's the big question mark for me.
1: When you're list building, like what, what are your go-to factions right now? Like what pieces really do you enjoy and what pieces like work for you and kind of fit into all your lists?
0: Yeah. So I was definitely that guy that had like 40 some lists in my uh, iPhone squad builder at any one time, just ready to go for a league night. Um, so like if I wasn't preparing for a major tournament, I, and even then, like just for a change of pace, uh, I would just, I'd like, I list build, I would list build for fun. And then before that night, like I'd bring one of those lists and I would never repeat a list for like that entire league or season and just kind of go through them. And I had enough lists that sounded excited exciting to me and different ships that sounded excited to me. And by the way, that was only four factions. I only own four factions. I have Imperials, Scum, First Order and Separatists. Um, and that was, that was enough. Like sometimes it'd be swarmy, sometimes it'd be three ship. Like I, um, yeah, but, but it was, it was very different and I would try to not even like duplicate chassis at all. Swap over to 2.5 and I have found that I now have like five lists <laughs> that are in Honestly, there that I'm like,
1: I, I opened up my launch bay next. Yeah. I deleted every single list. Yeah, and I started over. I have two lists right now. Yep. It's uh, and I'm it's not surprised rough.
0: to hear that. And like, part of it's okay. We're learning the game, so like maybe as I figure out like what things are better, like I'm okay with that. But for me, it's like, all right, if I don't have five ships or more, like what am I doing? Because I know that my opponent's gonna have five ships, and like for area control, like an alpha strike, like I've I've got to bring more to bear. It's just it kind of feels like 2.5 is a little bit of a mini epic game almost with the amount of firepower and ships that you're able to bring. Like you can look at the amount of cards like across the table from you. And I'm like, wow, the, the, even the <laughs>
1: card count has
2: increased. It's great. Well, cause you can put so much on everything. Right. now.
1: Right. And that's, a, that's another part about building lists is like, do I really want to put all of these cards away and then, Take out a different list. Like it's right kind exactly. Of short to build lists and open up every single binder and take out every single card.
2: Some it's of them not, that. Well, again, I haven't played uh, probably as many two point five games as you guys, but I, did, I didn't even use all the cards I brought.
0: Yeah, there, there, there'll definitely be times where I'm like, yeah, all right, that one just I didn't use, but. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, but I had it in the toolkit just in case. Like if I had this, yeah, that's
2: fair. And it, you know, if you there's stuff that well, I only had the two points left. Uh, like it's stuff that I never would have brought before. I'm yep. bringing more cards and things I've never used. But yeah, yeah. I mean, well, y- you're right. Yeah, they may come in useful at some at some point.
0: But and there are even some filler ships that I'm like, yeah, I don't necessarily want to bring that filler ship because it's too easy to kill, and that's just points for my opponent that is easier for them to get that. I don't know if I can make up in a game. So for example, a Z 95, like, yeah, good filler. Um, and I had like a Drey swarm like built out. that was Dre and five Z's, but I don't necessarily want to bring that because when those Z's die, like that's three points that I'm just giving my opponents. That's going to be difficult for me to get back. So like, they're just list archetypes that I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to bring that. And I mean, I loved flying vulture droids, but again, and that's that's another ship that, like, yeah, it's two points, but like that's a body that's just gone that I can't I can't bank on getting half points against someone to make up for that. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah,
1: that's, that's, that's tough. Rough with the vultures,
0: so I've found myself like my my go to list as of late that I've had some success with and I've been enjoying, but it's like. The only list that I found like that, and I've tried several, has been Major Von Reg, like loaded out with uh, Daredevil, Fanatical, actually Afterburners instead of Shield Upgrade, um, because a boost barrel roll and then go ahead and grab a uh, crate is real good. Uh, And then Pattern Analyzer to do like a 5k uh, and then grab something. The Baron,
1: their second action is the main action, right?
0: yes correct okay yep
1: that's yeah that's
0: cool um and then you've got quick and then uh so so he's he's very good at being like an arc dodgy ace uh or like grab objectives like he he can do a lot of stuff and he has been very successful in the game and he's hard to kill with five health and three agility right um so especially with that afterburners you're you're able to double reposition and get like a defensive token quick draw with special forces gunner, fanatical predator, fire control system, and afterburners, you're kind of doubling up with predator and fire control system. But yeah, I mean that's a double tap potentially coming at somebody. Uh, like my favorite moment in 2.5 with quick draw was I knew a, a proton bomb was going to be dropped and it actually trying to hit a different ship, but I flew quick draw into it intentionally and barreled over to set up a bullseye fanatical uh, shot onto a wing and killed it. Uh, at full health because <laughs> wow. we did the bomb lost. My last shield got my four dice attack at range one, took all the shields away. And I mean, I maxed out on dice, but I think I rolled like hit, hit blank focus. Like that's average. And then re rolled into a hit fanatical that into a fourth hit. And then the second one was like, I don't know, a little better than that. And they blanked out on both shots. So like that was super fun. Not very fun for my opponent, but I enjoyed it. Um. <laughs>
1: I'd love and to repeat then, that now because of all the uh, tragedy simulator viewings.
0: Yeah, exactly. they
1: proton and murder them.
0: Exactly. It's like, okay, <laughs> sure. You want to, you want to give me a double tap right here.
1: All right. So what's um, the cost on Von Reagan and Kryptor? Are they six? They're
0: both each? six. Yep. Okay. They're both six, which honestly kind of feels like a steal for what you're getting. Like two I sixes yeah, that can initially kill things.
1: 60 and old points for all this load out in these ships.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty it's good. pretty nuts. And then, all right, so what do you do to fill in the rest of the squad? Well, the three other ships. Lieutenant Revis, because why not? Uh, and he's getting extra target locks from his buddy, Commander Malaris. Uh Commander Malris is an I-5 and uh, has four loadout points with a missile slot. So, yeah, sure, why not throw in cluster missiles? Um, paired with Commander Malice's ability, like... That's fantastic. So you run in, grab a target lock that gives Lieutenant Reeves a target lock. Yeah, and great. then you're firing your cluster missiles once, maybe twice at two different targets with her ability, modding that entire attack. And you also have it on defense and you good can do old, that three times. Good old glitter stem. Yeah. Love it. It's really good. Um, and in an, an I five, like you can initiative kill stuff. Uh, and then to fill out the squad, you have three points. There's some arguments to be made for stat. Uh, I think it's static. Uh, which has like a cannon slot for like an ion cannon. But I put in Scorch instead with Fanatical and Electronic Baffle, which is absolutely hilarious. So, and the big big thing for Baffle is not so much to like get Fanatical to trigger right away, but rather like with Scorch, you're flying in, you're stressing yourself to get that third attack dice. So it's a three dice gun that you just don't want to ignore. But then usually you're going to want to flip around. And so I'll use Baffle to like baffle that stress away so that I can do like a 4k and stay in the fight anyway so it's a five ship squad you've got a lot of action efficiency in the list you've got ships that can do a variety of things quick draw also has afterburners so you're able to do a boost and then barrel or boost and then grab like an objective marker uh Absolutely. if you need to
1: afterburners is like a game it's changer so good
0: right now. it's so good especially on i6s um, and ships that can move fast so like that that's been my squad that i've really enjoyed had success with knock on wood I think I'm six and zero oh with it at this point. Um, wow!
1: So yeah, that's, that's yeah. two really fantastic pieces matched with three really a tier pieces. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So, so we got Funray, Quick Draw, Scorch, uh, Revis, and what was the fifth one again?
0: Malrus? Did you say Malrus? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow! Yep. I, uh, so that's three tie uh tie fighters, but I mean they're pretty uh pretty I mean two of items.
0: them hit with three dice attacks right yeah like yeah and one of them double taps with yeah. clusters and you're you're seeing like ships fly together because they're higher ship counts too so like most likely you're gonna get a double tap off with both of those shots being modded with the glitter stem of old
1: yeah so yeah now we're getting into like the exciting part of 2.5 in my, in my opinion is just you get these really fantastic pieces and you just keep fitting more stuff. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to say something. I felt really bad about this. I was on uh, Nickel City. They said not to feel bad about it, but I still do because I brought a gauntlet (laughs) and it has so many upgrades. Oh yeah. And I got three other shifts with so many upgrades. So every time there's a system phase or engagement phase, do you have anything happening? Do you have anything happening? I don't know. I need to look through all these cards. So um. Yeah, there's. If you're gonna bring a bunch of cards in the list, you're going to take a few games before you realize what everything does. Uh, but, um, uh, segueing from that, is is there some new stuff that you're really excited to try, or that like new cards that you haven't been playing? Like new ta- the new talent enduring seems really good. Notorious oh, um, yeah, is pretty new.
0: Pretty I don't awesome.
1: think. I don't think anyone can take notorious in first order, except for maybe terrorists.
0: Yeah. I think it's that bounty hunter trigger. Um, notorious is super strong. I had been like theory crafting. I haven't put it on the physical table yet because I don't have a razor crest in the hand yet, but we'll get there. Um, it has Q nine zero. Um, yes, he's the I five pilot. Um, And yeah, it seems good. And then uh, he has a ton of loadout uh, or yeah, spot points. points. I have. was um,
1: building yeah. with him um, yesterday. He seems really fun.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, you throw on him. Uh, I, re- I really like defensive upgrades, but l three three seven. I feel like you almost need to staple onto the Razor Crest just to make the dial a little better. Because. <laughs> <laughs> when you flip around, like it can, can be bad. Um, and then throw on Zam Wessel because why not double taps seem good.
1: Yeah. So I was, um, I was looking at yeah. that. Um, I was like, do I want to try and go for those double taps or do just want to go for IG to make his ability better. But I think Zam Wessel is probably the right call. Uh, yeah. even, even, I think in, you uh, need
0: firepower. Yeah. yeah.
1: If you're bringing that six point ship, make him, yep make him, make him what he's worth. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Um, and yeah, throw on the razor crest, uh, title on him, uh, throw on an electronic baffle to be able to get rid of those stress when you need to. So you could like just hard stop for a while. Uh, and then contraband cybernetics. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I put in three, I four fangs two Mandalorian Royal guards with fearless and shield upgrades. Uh, the selfless protectors basically mean that you're not gonna be able to shoot at zero. Uh, and then cad solace with a hull upgrade. Um,
1: Castle seems so good.
0: Yeah. I mean, all right. So, I mean that, so that's four ships that can all hit really, really hard that, uh, yeah. Um, can do a lot of things. Um, I don't know. I haven't put it on the table yet, but that is potentially yeah, I five shots. What runaway.
1: those, uh, what those fangs do. Oh, and before we, um, get off of, uh, zero there, Richard I Wadi droid. Um, what, uh, is there like a hidden for the Razor Crest titles or a hidden illicit that you prefer?
0: Um, so that's the thing, right? Like, so you'd have to, I'd have to take off baffle, um, to put something on there and it, you're already pretty full up on squad points. Like I only have two points to spare. And so it's just, like, honestly, the Razor Crest titles,
1: you
0: do. So put the, uh, I don't think you get the elicit. You pay it. Oh no, without paying it.
1: Yeah, you don't pay anything for it. You just oh. you just you just have a pile of lists and then you pick one and you put it on the table when you play your game.
0: Well, I'm a dummy. <laughs> uh, I'll have to think about that. Um,
1: I'm thinking hot shot tail blaster, possibly. Um
0: Overtuned modulators doesn't seem bad for like a specific moment. The nice thing is Or you a free rigged cargo
1: shoot just because Yeah.
0: You can decide after you see your opponent's list, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Dead man switch, maybe. I don't know. Probably it's probably not great. False transponder codes, maybe for like an initial salvo. I don't know. You you got a lot of options. Yeah, I'll
1: have to make the pile of elicits and save it as an object in TTS. I think. Yeah. So but, I don't
0: yeah. know. That's that's uh, like <laughs> another list in there, and then Imperial. There's a smattering of just all right. How many alphas or uh, tie advance can I fit in a list <laughs> and other things, but.
1: Yeah, I've talked to some people that are pretty down on the fangs, um, except for CAD. But can you remind me with the Mandalorian, um, the, the new i force, what they yeah, do? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So their big thing um, is they can reduce damage coming into medium-large base ships. So they're literally there just to protect Q9. Uh, but their ability is when a friendly, non-small ship, so the medium base, defends, if you are in the attack arc... You, you can gain a deplete and a strain. And if you do, the defender may change one result to an evade result. So um, I would argue that that's really good after you've shot. So you, you're you probably wanting to use that on like an I3 or yeah. lower that's shooting at you. So you can clear both of those by doing a blue maneuver the next turn. But it's just, it's just a way to keep uh, zero alive. And so my thought process is you actually don't fly both of them in tandem with Q9, but you fly one of them with Q9. And then like, if one of them gets in trouble, then you can cycle and like throw it, throw the other one in there.
1: Uh, now imagine instead of taking Cad, maybe mix that with, uh, I know you want the firepower, but it'd be yeah. really funny to mix that with, um, with Kanan.
0: Yeah. And then just, Keep them alive just deep, more.
1: Yep. decrease the attack dice coming in. But I think, uh, the three Fang Fighters, that's pretty spicy. Yeah.
0: Um, I, and like, on paper, I don't like as
1: much as the First Order list, but
0: it looks super fun to fly. So, sure, we'll try it out.
1: And I don't really have practice with fangs. I, I think I have videos online of me flying them, and then I fly away instead of flying towards people's faces when I really should be.
2: <laughs> oh, you got to be in range one with a fang.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That boost
1: helps. And then, yeah. And then I'm not shooting at anything, and then I'm getting shot from broadside and then die. <laughs> yep. So... I need I need practice with them, but uh, CAD. I think CAD is a good opportunity to get some good practice in because yep. you can fit some good stuff with Q nine. Um, I think the list I was looking at was Q nine, uh, Manaru, because of because of course, and then yep. CAD, and then I have Kanan, as well as uh, just a or a Drew or whatever one whatever two pointer you want to take.
0: Yep. Yeah, Q9 seems to me to be the best bang for your buck, Razorcrest-wise. Um, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. Mando has a lot of low points, too, uh, but they're both high five. Yeah. So if exactly. you want that high initiative, then you got it. Okay.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's just, it feels bad paying that extra point. Um, mm-hmm. Because I feel like Scum already, like, you're paying a premium for most of their stuff. Um, yeah. And, and there's
1: a lot at seven yeah.
0: points. Yeah, um, there is. There's a lot.
1: There's like a bunch of fire sprays at seven points. Koshka is really good.
0: Han Solo randomly? <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: Han Solo, Dangar. Um, Dangar doesn't seem bad. I mean, he's not super mobile, but other than that, he can bring a lot of firepower with us. Well, I,
0: I think a lot changes... Again, if you take a look at objectives and change that scale, right? Then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, my squad building gets a lot more interesting. Now I don't feel bad bringing three ships. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So the part of a, I'm going to be in like an online league um, and I have a team of three people and one of my lists, I, I chose resistance And uh, so I've been having a lot of fun building with that. Um, But yeah, it's kind of a similar issue where every single list I make, it's gonna have ZZ or it's going to have um, one of the I-4 X-Wings, or Kai Finale, just because it's just all of the cheapest ships for the, that have a decent amount of loadout on them, like four points for a T-70. Seems pretty good. Um, I mean, ZZ's at five. You can get Snap Wexley at five and fit a crap ton of points on there, like at Maneuver. Um, of course, you got Bucket at two. And then who else did I have there? Uh, so yeah, I got Zizi, I got Temin Wexley, uh, Kai Tornelli, I got Kaz at four points. Seems pretty good. R five yep. field upgrade, title good to go. So bucket Kaz, Kai, Temin, Zizi. Good old five ships in a list. Yep. I think it should do. I think it should do all right because that's just a lot of you stuff. Definitely you definitely have the pieces the there. Like you said, with the double attacks, like ZZ has Cluster Missiles. Yeah. Her um, Cluster Missiles, Advanced Hop6, Hull Upgrade. She has all the toys that she needs. Yep. Uh, and then Snap, I had enough points for, like, outmaneuver, Hull Upgrade, Ferrisphere, Paint. Like, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, so when you're... Uh, you said that you work on, normally, First Order, um, what have you been kind of toying with for CIS?
0: Yeah, you been looking so, at
1: the, the sun fact at all?
0: Yeah, um, a list that caught my eye and for those of you who had, were following Adepticon, it caught my eye there too um, was Grievous, three bombardment drones and impact, like, oh man that is money, being able to track me and move someone into a bomb like, gross um there's places that you can't go uh with them the bombers themselves are chunky enough that they can kind of last i i want to say that you put on independent calculations i i would not have uh i think blade fuses is the right choice that you can fly over your own bombs um and or have some fact like fly over them and be okay uh and then also i think it keeps them alive slightly longer when you're trying to grab objectives that take an action so that your buddies can give you calculates um, on defense uh, so that you're not totally just reliant on dice. Like if you have independent calculations and you take that grab an objective action, well, now you have no defensive tokens. Um, but yeah, yeah. really solid pieces that can do a lot of things. Grievous obviously can hit like a truck with afterburners specifically. I think... I think it's kind of known. All right, there is one build for Grievous that's kind of the correct one. <laughs> um, an argument could be made for changing out Outmaneuver, I guess, but I think you have Outmaneuver, Solus One, Imperium Plating, and Afterburners. Like that's a solid Grievous. So that list, to me, I think stands out as like probably my favorite in CIS right now. Um, but I love What's Droid Swarms in 2.0. I don't know that they're going to be viable because they bleed points like specifically squad points that are very difficult to get back and also have to stay close together, which gives your opponent more time to grab objective points.
1: Um, Yeah. But uh, those bombardments at three points, that's pretty solid.
0: Oh, so good. Bombers, really incredible value. I would say in general, like I said this, uh, I think uh, to a couple guys locally, like find what's three points in squad points right now and take a hard look and talk yourself out of why you shouldn't be including that in your list.
1: Yeah, uh, well, my very first two point five game, um, I was uh, I was like, oh, this I love my HMP, so I'm going to take two of those at four points each. Yep. I'm just going to fill the rest with Vulture Droids and see what happens. Yep. Um, it wasn't great. I took. <laughs> um, I was originally building a Sears Swarm, and then I forgot
0: to take off independent calculations. Oh, sure.
1: So they were trying to take a point, but they're I one, so they're sad.
0: Yes, um, they are. And then uh, they wouldn't have anything to help them because
1: everybody else is double calculating and they can't borrow their tokens. So yep. uh, I've I've learned from then in two point five. It's probably unless you have one or two droids in the list, always just leave it at network help because yep. you want to be able to share your your friends tokens, especially when one's spending an action on a toe or scramble action. Yeah, uh,
0: but I mean. I would love to see the HMPs all be four points instead of just the oppressor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, think I don't think a, I like
1: would in play oppressive. testing, they probably could have noticed right away that they need time to set up like their ideal loadout has probe droids and you need yep. to set that up properly. Um, so yeah. But
0: people I, are I totally rushing agree. so fast anyway, like with so many yeah. ships, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. i it would be nice if the Separatists had more pieces that could slot in. Um, and the same kind of goes for Scum, too. I just feel like Rebels has a lot of options right now, as far as things that are good and can slot in, and with Trajectory Simulator Bombs, and yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah. that that Sunfack and Grievous and through of Armin Drones, like, it's that's solid. super, super solid. I was thinking about it earlier today. It's like you just uh, we were talking about, with Cam last week, about making that triangle of objectives so that your medium or large base so and just capture them all, um, all day. Yep. Like, and without contesting. But with the droids, it's really interesting. You put a rock in the middle of there, mm-hmm. and then you just park there, and you yep. just got those points all to yourself, and then you just drop proximity mines around it. It's like, come and get it, I guess. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah, it it's is. like, oh, you,
0: you you got close to it? Well, mm-hmm. hope you're not small base, because human fox is going to ruin your day.
1: <laughs> you just gotta... Be really good with that Sunfuck play.
0: Oh, um, for sure. I think yeah. Afterburners helps.
1: He's just, he's um, just a walking crocket if you can fly a front
0: Yep, nope, No, 100%. I think Afterburners helps a lot. Uh, I I mean, and Snare is obviously an auto-include, and then you have two points to play with. I think there's a debate whether to do Elusive uh, or Predator. Um, or even Enduring. There's, there's a uh, argument to be made for. Um, predators, mm. obviously, like or tre- treacherous even, but I like elusive just to give him like an extra reroll when you need it, and then eventually like that five k to flip around and get back into the fight, recharge it up. I don't know.
1: Yeah, elusive seems pretty solid. Like, it, like I keep flipping between that and endurance, like you're saying. What is what is the better call? Um, it's like, will I already be stressed? Is it worth it to take him? In- enduring? Do I want to take that stress for the action if they do get a crit on me? Um,
0: yep. I mean, yeah, even treacherous, great. like, there's an argument to be made for. Uh, but I think that's very dependent on how good is your flying, to your point
1: earlier. I think that, um, like, ships are just so spread out now, that's why so many upgrades are seeing a, um, more popularity, like veteran, uh, veteran um, tailgunner.
0: Gunner yeah. and
1: stuff like that. Just Ships are so spread out. I'm not sure if treacherous is the right call. Um,
0: Yeah, no, that's that's totally valid.
1: Yep. Yeah. Like, there's not as there's not as many ships grouped together to shoot through. Nope. Um, Usually coming from all sides and up the middle. So yeah, it's it's tricky. yeah. Yeah. And with my resistance, like, do I switch all of these heroics for enduring? Is it? Is that a is that a good,
0: good idea um I, I, do love heroic. I would say yes like heroic feels like the insurance card that you take right Like <laughs> the thing you hope you never have to use um but when you do like usually comes in clutch uh that being said with now crates you drop a crate if a crit goes through man enduring so good now oh my goodness yeah. I got my list
1: submitted tournament. for this tournament, so and I got heroic on everybody. So I'll I'll see how much I regret it. I'll, I'll see it. What's more clutch? Is it more clutch to take enduring or more clutch to take heroic?
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. See how how much heroic triggers and how much I regret my choices. <laughs> so, so you um, you're building for first order, scum, CIS. Um, what was your fourth faction that you fly?
0: Imperials.
1: Imperial. So yep. there's some pretty juicy choices for that. Um, I mean, yes. six interceptors. How can you pass up six interceptors?
0: That's Ooh, It's nice. It's really nice. Um, Goran's ability is so clutch, especially against a alpha strike of any kind, especially if you pair Nash. Mm-hmm. What I found is the list feels very dice dependent. Um, especially on defense like yeah nash can keep things alive but like man if you have one or two really bad rounds where things just go pop like it's incredibly hard to come back from that um conversely if your defense dice hold up it's incredibly easy to win a game um so that's the only thing when you go that route um and especially on offense like you just you need to have things hit so, um, a list that I guess caught my attention that did very well at Adepticon that I have yet to hit the table, but I want to try, um, is a five ship, uh, Imperial list, uh, that includes a tie heavy as well. I think it was like Layton in there. Uh, yeah, there, uh, Zero Tech storm, uh, another tie advance in there. Like there were just, it was kind of a hodgepodge of imperials and uh, tie heavy in there being latent as well um so that looks interesting to me just because it's like (laughs) you're almost confusing the opponent like what do you go for first good luck um whereas if like you have nash gorn and a bunch of alphas it's like well i know probably kill nash or gorn first right um i don't know that but other than that, it's like, well, I mean, Vader's still pretty good and a tie advance. Like, he can do a lot of work. Um,
1: yeah. I, I've just, had to deal with that firsthand. I just haven't seen a lot yeah. of it.
0: it the, the big question is, like, can he do enough? Right. Um, I don't know. Another list that I had played around with it was fun, but. Uh, yeah, I, I can get out jousted on uh, is Zyrtec Storm with fire control and thread tracers. Two Storm Squadron Aces with Fire Control, that's the I3. And then Seventh Sister with Passive Sensors, Thread Tracer, and Brilliant Evasion. So in essence, what you do is you come in with Seventh Sister, you do a Passive Sensor. She's got the double force. You then take your target lock with the Passive Sensor, fire off the Thread Tracer. You hope that hits so that Zyrtec and the two Storm Squadrons can grab target locks. They already came in with Focuses. They're good to go. If you need to do a backup Thread Tracer, you can with Zertech. And then to fill out the squad, you have Suntier with Predator and Shield and Hull Upgrade, and he's grabbing objectives and just being the Ace of Legend. So it's like, well, do you go after the mini swarm? Like this is again the mini swarm Ace kind of archetype. Do you go after the mini swarm that can hit you like a truck, or do you chase down Suntier and hope to lock him down and kill him. Um, yep. If I, you can find um, him
1: right, there's just some still some ships that are still really good. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Are still amazing.
0: Yep. So. I don't know. That one, I lost to a FO list. <laughs> there was a five-ship FO list with a, a lot of high agility, and I couldn't get the Thread Tracers to hit. And so it just kind of, even, even with double mods, it just, they, they bounced off. Um, when that doesn't happen, like that neuters a lot of the firing power, power of that list. But anyway. Still out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so those are some really interesting lists, and like the Empire list I think are when you see them across the table, like the Interceptor Swarm Interceptor Swarms, the uh, the Thai advanced swarms, they're pretty terrifying.
0: Oh yeah. Um, you can do that.
1: So I was just gonna I was gonna chat with you about this for sure. Um, I was listening to the the latest uh, it's been a little while, the latest Radio T C X. Yeah. I know those are your buddies down there,
0: they sure are. <laughs>
1: yeah, and they're they're kind of feeling a little bit down about the game. So yeah. it's sad to hear that they won't be making episodes as often. But yeah. I completely understand. Um, uh, I know that. Like, uh, do you still chat with them and everything?
0: Yes, I do. Yep. Uh, so John, uh, I talk to you on a weekly, if not daily, basis. Oh, okay. <laughs> Usually about X Wing. So yeah,
1: yep. Awesome. Well, let them know. I was uh, sad to hear that I'll be hearing less of them. Like podcasts are kind of that's like my entire day when I'm at work. Just listening to podcasts if they're up. So yeah, I it was always I I will pass
0: it on. I will pass it on for sure. I think um, Carson for sure has been. really bummed out about the changes in the direction of the game that's as far as uh the choices amg has made um john i know is still actively playing and i think of the three of them is probably the most on board with uh changes made um and excited to try things out like he's he's definitely been all in um so that's been encouraging to see uh tim i think just from a personal level, I know he just changed uh, kind of career trajectories. And so it was one of those things where it's like, well, I've already, I'm already very busy. Like, do I want to put in all this other time um, with something that that's a game that like I find less interesting, right? It's not that they, Tim like hates the changes. And I would say too, like, I'm not somebody where I, I'm like, oh my goodness, I hate the stage of the game. I just find the games that I've played less interesting than the games that I played in 2.0. The reasons yeah. being game length has been shorter in my experience. Objectives are seemingly, and there's are tied together to, to game length. Objectives have made, at least in my circles and what I've seen do well, made list variety less um, prevalent. Again, with that kind of five chip plus uh, being a big thing, I'm encouraged to hear you guys talk about three ship list doing well. That's great. Um, yeah, and I guess like range zero attacks and getting focus tokens. I, th- I think that's fine. Like I don't, I don't say have a problem with it. It's just like head sim wise has been something to get around. Um, and blocking is obviously a big part of my game. And so like knowing that blocking somebody and them still getting focus tokens for defense or spending force on defense or on offense still like not mattering as much I don't know like th- those are just things that I'm like alright well I hope AMG sees some of the things that happen at Adepticon iterate on them and I get more interest in the game and I'm hoping that that's the same with Tim as well um, yeah so anyway we'll see but I'll definitely pass that on <laughs> yeah
1: I'm, I'm definitely still interested in the game uh, and I'd love to get some hands in with you sometime, of course. Um, that'd be Yeah,
0: that'd be awesome. Yeah,
1: that'd be great. Um, so before we close out, there's one thing that we normally do here. Uh, the Wikipedia deep dive, I believe that you might have done it last time you were on. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so uh, I'm going to open up the here. And I'm going to hit the good old randomize button. Um, at first, I need uh, you to pick a faction.
0: Okay. Um. Well, since I'm hot on first order right now, uh, we'll say first order. Alrighty.
1: Hit randomize. The first uh, pilot I see is Ember. Ember, which is actually right. a pretty popular um, pilot. Yeah. Uh, and 2.5 lists. So uh, let me just bring Ember if there's actually a wikipedia about ember
2: you know there's a wikipedia on every character if there's one thing star wars loves it's writing wikipedia pages about characters <laughs> who walk by in the background of the left side of the set
1: alright sure. I left a link on our
2: zencast oh, cool, cool, cool. oh Zenca- on the oh, sorry zencast right? yep yep Oh, all this right. is a long one. Wow. Not really. <laughs> no, I was being sarcastic.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's like twenty to eleven. My sarcasm meters. <laughs> I, I apologize. Have you
2: opened Ember yet, though? Uh
1: yeah. Uh are you all good to go there, Paul?
0: Yeah, so it's the Ember the pilot for the first order one specifically.
1: Uh yep. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. mind reading the one and only paragraph that we
0: have. <laughs> yeah, well, easy. Uh, Ember, in quotes, was the nickname of a human who served as a pilot in the First Order during the New Republic era. Era, As a member of the First Order Special Forces and the First Order Starfighter Corp., Ember piloted a TIE BA Baron Space Superiority Interceptor and at one point was accompanied by two TIE SF Space Superiority Fighters. Ember was equipped with a red fighter pilot uniform, had fair skin, and had brown hair.
2: Wow! None of that is a lie. That is all <laughs> true stuff.
1: I mean, he <laughs> flew with two Thai SFs. That's all I need to know. <laughs> that,
2: that, that was, was you
1: no. Know, this guy was. This was a fantastic person. <laughs> that
2: was my favorite scene in that one movie.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! I can't. Well, believe I think he, the only time we've
0: seen it. the Thai DA was in the uh, like Republic.
2: Resistance, um, I think it's called.
0: The Resistance. Sorry, yeah, the Resistance uh, TV series, the animated. Series. I have not
1: yeah. I've not
2: seen uh, you're, that. You're not missing anything. I, I've, I've seen, seen it
1: that. all. I haven't seen it. Yeah.
2: I <laughs> mean, do you, do you have kids? It would be so they, you would love to watch it with them, but they might okay. get more out of it than you.
0: Sure, I have a six year old daughter who likes yeah. Star Wars, so oh, I, I may
2: She'll have love it. Ne- yeah. Neek, is, who, what's the main character? The funny one there, Niku Liko. Definitely made for kids, like in the Jar Jar right. mold, but less annoying.
1: Sure. Yeah, Ni- uh,
2: Niku. Niku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that might be fun to watch with the kids. Like it, it gets pretty serious near the end of season one because it ties in with um, episode seven. And sure. All of the. Um,
2: well, what I was surprised about that show. Exploding. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Not, no, no. Uh, there's not much to say. Oh, I, I am
2: worry. surprised they didn't uh, make more of the ships from that show, though. There, there was a couple that you could have had for. The resistance, those, uh you know, like the, the the racing ships with guns.
1: Yeah, they could have made a whole other game out of that. I must still think. Like they made two seasons out of it. They knew what they had. The like the second season ended like on a good note. Like they knew it it wasn't canceled or anything.
2: No, oh, like, no, yeah, it ties they, in with. They, they
1: actually ended the show properly. So nice. It was a good send off for the.
0: For everybody. Um well, my daughter loves episode seven, so uh she'll be all about it. And her <laughs> although her favorite Star Wars movie is Rogue One, uh <laughs> Dark Right? As a six year old, I'm like, <laughs> okay. John, uh actually this is one thing he teases me about. He's like, Paul, you realize you're raising a Sith Lord, right? I'm like, not intentionally, it's just happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, this uh yeah, Darth Vader, go murder those guys. Right? She loves <laughs> it so much. Oh my God. And then everybody gets blown up by the Death Star. She's yeah. like, "Oh, they're just sleeping."
2: So when so when the Obi Wan show comes out, she'll be like, "What, what, why did they make this movie about this evil character?" <laughs> poor, poor Darth Vader, jeez.
0: Poor Darth Vader. Poor Inquisitors.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> she oh, she's man. watched all of Rebels as well. Loves that oh, series. That's a great, like, even the great, dark bits. Great series. Uh, but, she wasn't into Clone Wars as much as I thought she would be, but she likes the episodes with Ahsoka in it. So
1: okay, I mean. Yeah. Clone Wars does go on for a while. Um, I mean, that's seven se- seasons. It's I don't know if she had and uh, if she really liked Rebels, I would assume that she would like Clone Wars. But oh yeah, that's interesting. Um, Rebels is probably my favorite, but yeah,
0: yeah, Rebels is great.
1: Uh, yeah, I got a one-year-old and a two-year-old, so I'm really hoping that they're Star Wars freaks, just like just like us.
0: My daughter. I saw she's seen episodes four, five, six, one, two, and seven, but, uh, has not seen episode three yet. We're waiting a little bit on that one, even though she knows pretty much all the reveals and everything. It's just, I don't know. I don't want to (laughs) scar my child seeing a man burned alive at the age of six.
1: Or a Um, man
0: murdering a bunch of children. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. (laughs) Anakin literally straight up murdering younglings. Uh,
1: I think that she's okay after Rogue One, but I haven't yeah, seen it.
0: Sh- it should be while. fine. Like the the violence is there, but like it's I I don't know.
2: Well, that that no, I mean, you're not wrong. The imagery of Anakin, uh, you know, chopped up and burning it, it's pretty strong for for what's yeah. essentially a children's series.
0: Yeah, well, and that's the only Star Wars movie that's PG thirteen. Is um, that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean the, the beginning, chasing down Grievous—that's really fun. Yes. Um,
0: oh, that's, I mean, that's where the fun don't get me ends. wrong. Episode three is amazing for the meme game. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: hello there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I think I was on Reddit. and I saw a whole uh, discussion about how, um, like uh, Obi Wan was still bested by Grievous, like when I came to the actual lightsaber battle. Oh yeah. And he wasn't defeated until he was shot by a blaster. The only thing that Grievous never trained against because he was only ever trained to kill Jedi. True. Um, So I thought that was interesting. Like the only thing that took him out was a blaster.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the only reason the blaster killed him is because Obi had like pried apart his armor.
1: Yeah. Like he was, he was definitely a force to be reckoned with as you see throughout all the Cold wars. Um, Yep. He's pretty cool. pretty cool pilot, too. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we can uh, start closing out. I think that these are some really interesting thoughts to um, sink our teeth into and kind of think about as we go forward in 2.5. Hopefully, we get some communication from Andy soon uh, about some maybe more small changes coming along the way. Let's. I wonder how they feel if the object, like the scenarios need to change or if it's just um, the factions that need to shake up in points, who knows? Um, but uh, as we close out here, uh, does Paul, do you have any shout outs that you'd like to make?
0: Any yeah. Um, the on, the only, I guess the big shout out that I would make is uh, kind of, and this is going back to kind of the start of the episode. So, uh, I did actually have a different charity that I was planning on donating to before uh, changing over to uh, our friends in Ukraine, okay. and uh, yeah. Anyway, it was going to be Every Meal, and uh, I just want to put it on people's radar. If you get the chance, go to everymeal.org. dot um, org. It's an amazing organization uh, that, uh, in essence, puts bagged lunches into kids' backpacks so that they're like so that they're getting food at home, like if they. Um, don't have it on the weekends and their parents may have some like, Hey, we don't want to go to a food bank because the stigma associated with it. Uh, it's just a way to get people that need it, food, <laughs> specifically kids, uh, like specific in the, in the twin cities area. Um, yeah. Anyway, my wife and I volunteer there. It's an amazing place. Um, yeah. So well, give it a look. Awesome. That's great. Um,
2: what is it again?
0: Yeah. everymeal.org
2: Awesome.
1: I will uh, actually put that in, uh, in our podcast here. So I remember to put that in the um, description, everymeal.org. When cool. I upload it. That's awesome. Um, yeah.
0: And then just shout out to you guys. Thank you for having me on again. Uh, I absolutely. really appreciate it. You guys are awesome continue good work podcasting when radio tcx isn't i'll give him a bad time about it
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't do that but thanks for coming I mean, on again yeah. that's those are some great lists i may uh I, I may be trying that first order list out that, that sounded really cool
1: yeah, do yeah it. maybe maybe no next time you're on we'll uh we'll have some more positive things to say uh, about the game but i think right now like we're still definitely list building and putting like putting ships on the table uh, the dial is still a huge part of the game. Like yep. that's all still, still fun. So yep, um, yep, yeah. Uh, anything from you, Dave?
2: Uh, no, not particularly. Oh, I, I yeah, I was on I was on the Phantom Galaxies podcast. We uh, talked about X Files season four and a little bit about the Batman, which I haven't seen, so I kind of just uh-huh. listened. But it was, uh, it was it was a great it's episode. Really yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. Um, don't spend your money on Morbius. Go see Batman. Hundred percent. That's my other shout out. That's all I got this week. Uh,
1: my shout out is just to my daughter who just turned one today. Oh, happy, happy birthday! Woman. Yay! Yeah. Her middle name's Talison, so she's my little resistance pilot. <laughs>
0: That's
1: and fantastic. I hope Talison goes down at points. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just feels really bad putting uh, an A wing um, at five points when I could take Snapbacks leaders easy.
0: I was going to say tally should be
1: three (laughs) at least four make her the same price as Greer. She wasn't two point and 2.0.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, well maybe, maybe next points update anyway. Thanks. Thanks. Thank thank you so much for coming on again. And uh, thank you everybody listening on the Twitch side of things. We'll see you next time.